1: the man of many podcasts jason longshore joining jason. us this morning on the WaveFord.com hotline WaveFord is atlantis Ford dealer hey jason what up good morning guys
0: so how are you doing this morning jason doing well Hugh, how about you not too bad not too bad so last week you know we talked about that uh i guess a training exhibition with, with charleston what what did you take away from that
2: you can see the the way the teams coming together from from what we saw on Saturday. You're playing a, a team that's in a lower division. You were playing a team that was on their third day of training. Their fitness wasn't where they would have liked it to be. You know, late in the the 30 minute segments, they were really struggling to to put pressure on Atlanta. Things like that. So, like defensively, you weren't really tested. But you could see the way the team was coming together and the way that they want to play. Mm -hmm. And there's really promising signs. It it looked like it was further along than a month into training with a new manager and a whole lot of new faces. You want to see it under more intense competition, and we'll see that in the CONCACAF Champions League.
1: Well, we knew, uh, Jason, that uh, United was going to open the season down in uh, Mickey Mouse land, but we didn't know the full uh, extent of the uh, schedule. We do now know it. Uh, Some reaction is that it is a really tough schedule. What do you make of the schedule now?
2: It's tough in the sense that you get some good teams in extra games the way the format is this year. You're you're playing more regionally. you know, you're still dealing with the effects of the pandemic, and then you're still going to be dealing with that for a little while. The league had to structure a schedule that these discussions probably started weeks ago, maybe a month ago, where well, you're maybe in a different place at that point. So you're playing more games regionally, and it just so happens that, you know, a team like Orlando, for example, is a very good team. And then you're only playing two teams from the Western Conference, and they're going to put Atlanta in games with big teams. And usually big teams are good teams. And in this case, you get Seattle, who was in the Cup Final last year, and you get LAFC, who dealt with some similar situations that Atlanta did last year with Carlos Vela out for extended periods of time. Edward Atuesta, they're they're really good holding midfielder, out for a long period of time. Injuries kind of derailed their season last year. But those are two big-time games that the that Major League Soccer is going to want from a national perspective, you're not going to pair up Atlanta in cross-conference games with Vancouver or Real Salt Lake that don't draw the same amount of attention, and that makes the schedule more difficult.
1: Well, you know, the other part of this is, you know, the optics of having fans in the stands, because I saw where Mike Connie was saying there is a desire for a couple of these national TV games to go back to full house 70,000 fans.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're going to head in that direction. It's just how fast can you get there? And it's probably going to be different for all the different markets around the league. But with Georgia now you know, opening it up to anybody 16 and up to sign up for the vaccine, that should quicken the pace of getting back to, to full houses. And look, we saw it last year in a lot of different games where it felt like if you had the effect of fans in the stands, the game could have turned out differently. Uh, The New York Red Bulls game is a prime example to me where you you gave up a goal and and the team fought hard and created chances and moments where, you know, you'd see a, a big play or, you know, a big moment with somebody getting forward or a big opportunity and you'd get that roar from the crowd that would spur the team on, you didn't have that. So it can be a huge effect. And I think last year showed, how important the the supporters are here in Atlanta to Atlanta United success.
0: Steven Glass is moving on, uh Jason. He's going to Aberdeen. What 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 sort of situation is he walking to when he goes there?
2: Yeah, it's a huge move for Steven and I'm really really happy for him. I mean, this is a club that he started his professional career at. It's a club that, you know, it has a big place in his heart and after what he's done here in Atlanta over a couple of years with Atlanta United 2 and then being the the interim manager for Atlanta United last year, he's ready for this kind of opportunity. Aberdeen is the third or fourth top team in Scotland. There's a big gap financially between them and Rangers and Celtic, the top two teams. Mm -hmm. So he's going into a situation where he's not asked to win league titles because of the gap. But he's asked to be competitive in the cups, and I think the the thing that really will suit him is he's being asked to develop young players, and that's what he did with Atlanta United too. And it is a big loss for Atlanta United because you saw players like Jackson Conway, George Campbell, George Bello, quite a few guys come through the Atlanta United Academy, get into the twos program, and improve their game and improve their mentality. A lot of that is down to what the work that Stephen Glass put in.
1: Jason Longshore, Man of Many podcast, of course, host of the uh, tremendously popular Stoppage Time, which uh, focuses on Atlanta United and uh, all things Five Stripes, and now, of course, the No Swag Shop, which is the Atlanta Hawks podcast, which is uh, growing in uh, popularity by leaps and bounds. What would you make of the uh, loss last night to uh, Sacramento there, Jason?
2: You know, you're kind of back to where you, you thought you'd be on this road trip. You didn't expect to pick up a, a win on the Lakers, and then you expected to get a win here, but... When you have a third quarter where you, you go on an 11-0 run where you can't find a bucket and you only you know, you don't even get to 20 points in the third quarter, it dooms you. It, it just dooms you. They, they weren't good enough defensively. Nate McMillan talked about it afterwards. You needed more stops. You needed to, to deal with things better, and they just didn't have it. These road trips are tough. And sometimes it's a grind. You know, this was a game that I thought they'd bounce back from the the loss of the Clippers. They didn't have enough. And they're going to have to dial it up for the next one. You don't want this to turn into a streak.
1: Yeah, the next one is no less than Golden State. Mm -hmm. And then denver and then Phoenix. it doesn't get any easier for this team uh you know mm-hmm. and and now we're waiting to see now deandre hunter last night of course he's been on minutes restriction here really didn't have much of an impact on the game last night and i'm not sure how long it's going to take him to you know get back to being deandre hunter because i think that's one of the things this team is counting on is that this uh, we'll see the deandre hunter we saw earlier this year and if we do jason the benefit of that is going to be enormous
2: Oh, it's huge. I mean, he's ahead of where we thought he would be. And that's the the thing we have to kind of remind ourselves of, you know, when it was announced that he would be going on the trip that caught everybody by surprise. I I think most had kind of resigned themselves to, you're not going to see DeAndre Hunter start to get back to where he was until after the trip. He's playing through it right now. He's got to get back there. And, you know, 26 minutes last night is great. The the quality wasn't where you want it to be. That'll come. He's got to knock the rust off a little bit. This is going to help that process. So down the stretch, he'll be further along than we thought he would be.
1: Talking with Jason Longshore, Atlanta United, and now Atlanta uh, Hawks analyst as we get ready for the, uh, you know, hanging on on this road trip. Right, is that where we're at guys right now? Or are we just trying to hang on? We you, you beat the Lakers. You had that great win. You had a chance 22 up on the Clippers to not only uh, win that game, but to make this trip kind of special. But now suddenly it just changes in, you know, in a snap of a finger to, oh, uh, can we hang on during this road trip?
2: That's what it feels like to me. I mean, Hugh, I'd like to hear your take on it because you, know, you go in and you knew this was going to be tough. And mm-hmm. I mean, Mike conti said on the No Swag Shop, he thought three wins out of the eight games would be a successful trip. I'm still in that ballpark.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I was about to say, I, I'm not ready to push a panic button because you know what the weird thing about it is? We thought that they weren't going to beat the Lakers. And, you know, the circumstances played out where they did beat the Lakers. And now, you know, Sacramento played a lot better than they played in the past. So it's kind of like they're in a weird place because you look at that game against Sacramento. Do you look at the game the other night? Where you play the Clippers and the Clippers bench basically basically took took it, took you, took you to task. So now you know you get a real good game in Sacramento the other night. So they're in a weird spot right now. I think they played a lot better. You know, defensively down the stretch it wasn't that great, but I think they showed some fight last night. They just didn't get it done. Just didn't get it done.
2: I think this is where you'll see the the benefits and the strengths of Nate McMillan because he's got to keep this team level headed. You know, you, you kind of thought you'd be at one and two right now. You just thought it would be in a different order, so you'd have a little momentum going into Golden State. Mm-hmm. You don't. And he's got to pick that up so they don't let this turn into not just one loss, but two or three. I agree. Totally
1: agree. All right, agree. Uh, Jason, where can the fans uh, find uh, all your uh, all your podcasts?
2: Facebook.com slash 929thegame. Stoppage time from yesterday is up, and No Swag Shop will be live today at 2 o'clock. If you can join us live, we take questions. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, it'll be running up against the trade deadline, so we'll see if the, the Hawks are busy this afternoon. And if you can't catch it live, you can always watch it later. Facebook.com slash 929thegame.
1: Right, Jason Longshore, as always, Jason, thanks
0: much. You're the man, Jason. Thanks. Thanks, y'all.